welcome to the Dave Witty Show. I'm your host, Dave Witty. Episode 6 is here, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. I can't believe we're at episode 6. I mean, this was kind of a little dream of mine to start this little podcast and, and get folks on chatting. And I can't believe we're a month and a half in this already. Uh, big thanks to everybody who's tuned in so far. Anybody who's shared and, and, and posted on your social media channels. I mean, it goes a long way. Uh, big thanks to all my guests who've come on. Uh, I've learned so much over the last six weeks in regards to doing these podcasts, recording and editing and all that stuff, but I've learned so much from my guests themselves. I mean, just been a really, really fun learning experience for me. So just wanted to get that out there and say thanks so much right away. Uh, episode six is here. Like I mentioned, got another great guest on Mandy Lee Da. She's a clothing designer uh, in St. John's, Newfoundland. Got a store here right down on Duckworth street. I mean, she's got a real neat story. She's super, super cool. Like one thing you know about Mandy is, is she's just herself. She's super, super sweet. I, I love chatting with her. I've known her for a little while now. And uh, I mean, every time I bump into her, you know, it's like you've known her your whole life. I mean, she's got a great story to tell. She's also an incredible designer. She does really, really neat pieces, a lot of custom work. and and uh, But I'll let her tell you that. Uh, you know, in the interview towards the uh, towards the end of the podcast there. So um, got a lot to break down here today. I mean, lots of stuff going on. Um, wanted to chat a little bit about what's going on in Newfoundland. I mean, we're still in lockdown here, so still doing podcasts virtually, uh, still in the level five lockdown. So not really much movement on that front. I mean, the cases and stuff seem like they're, they're really like low. I mean, I think there's only one case announced today. So, I mean, we're really, really moving forward in a positive direction. So hopefully by by Friday, I mean, we might have some good news and maybe be able to move up a, a level and, and maybe get a little bit more freedom. Uh, I, I know that's one good thing about about being a Newfoundland is, I mean, it's 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 very containable. I think you know, it's we're on an island, so you can kind of track who's coming and going. So that makes it really, really, uh, really, really helpful for the uh, the COVID situation. And hopefully, there's a vaccine rollout. You know, in the next few months, I mean, there's lots of talks about this going on nationally and stuff like that. So. Um, you know, hopefully that rolls out and, and we can get moving and get back to some real life sooner because I'd like to get out playing playing music for folks and uh, I'd love to be doing these these podcasts and interviews uh, in person. I think that would just have a, a really nice vibe to them and you'd really get to know the person a little bit better. Um, so much stuff going on here musically. I mean, they announced the East Coast Music Awards, uh, East Coast Music Association Awards, sorry. Uh, there's some Juno nominees. I mean, I'm going to break down those in a little bit. Lots of sports going going on um uh the Leafs have been playing uh so so I mean we lost the last couple games lots of key injuries there um lost the last two against Vancouver got a big week coming up against Winnipeg um you know the injuries hopefully we can get our goaltending situation straightened out and we can get everybody healthy again like you say it's going to be a big week against Winnipeg so really looking forward to that that series um you know, Edmonton are there, uh, Montreal are, I mean, it's interesting what's going on in Montreal right now. They got Carey Price, who's been arguably the, you know, the best goaltender in the world. Um, not to say that he isn't anymore, but it kind of seems like he's, he's a little bit fallen off. I mean, he's got their huge contract signed in Montreal there, 10 and a half million. I mean, it doesn't leave a whole lot of cap space there. And I'm coming from a Leafs fan who our top three are over getting paid over $10 million a year. So, I mean, maybe Montreal can get it rolling again. Uh, they lost a tough one last night against, uh, I mean, two nights ago for you guys. But last night for me, uh, really, really tough one against uh, Vancouver there in overtime. Or in the shootout, sorry. But, you know, it's been great watching the North Division. Uh, I've been chatting with a few folks. It's been interesting. You know, I was really excited about this North Division starting off. Um 
and it's been great the last you know last little while. It would be really nice if we could see our team starting to face some other other teams. I'd love to see the Leafs face up against uh, Tampa Bay or or Boston or Dallas. You know some of these big teams and see how we kind of fare. I mean, but no complaints. We're happy to have a hockey season and happy to have sports back, especially for this this round of uh, of lockdown. So it's really been keeping it interesting for me. Uh, as I mentioned, they uh, they nominated the uh, East Coast Music Association Awards. The nominees have been announced. Tons of, of uh, talent from Newfoundland there. Um, let's see here. We got Fans Choice Award. Uh, nominees from Newfoundland, Kelly Loader and Bridges. Uh, Rising, Store, Reco- Rising Star Recording of the Year, Ruben Rake, whose album is absolutely fantastic, by the way. Uh, if you're into folk and, and contemporary stuff, I mean, really, really great album. I've listened to it from front to back a ton of times. Uh, I'm a big fan of Ruben Break. Their songwriting is incredible, so so good luck to them. Uh, Roots Traditional Recording of the Year, Matthew Byrne, another great artist. I mean, just beautiful renditions of songs and a beautiful voice and, and really nice arrangements. Uh, my buds Rum Ragged are up for Roots Traditional Recording of the Year. Pop Recording, Bridges, uh, inspirational recording of the year. Justin Fancy gets his first nomination. Uh, really big congrats to him. I know he's been working hard this last year, so big shout out to Justin. Uh, folk recording of the year. Sherman Downey and Ruben Rake. Big fans, like I just mentioned, Ruben Rake. Big fans of their new record. Um, and also, Sherman Downey, been a fan of his for a long time. Just a great songwriter, really uplifting and, and fun and poppy. Uh, dance recording of the year. Bridges for Suspicious. Uh, Children's Entertainer of the Year, the Juggernauts, the Swinging Bells. I mean, these guys have been around for a long time. They've been killing the children's entertainment scene uh, with their their quirky kind of attitude and, and great songs and and you know energy and stuff that they bring to the to the the live performances. So, uh, as this visual uh, the the virtual arts of the year or sorry visual arts of the year, uh, Aaron Bishop. Producer of the Year, Chris Kirby. Media Person of the Year, my guy Greg Smith, VOCM. Uh, Media Outlet of the Year, Kicks Country and VOCM. Uh, Live or Virtual Sound of the Year, Engineer of the Year, Peter Green, who was my first featured guest on this podcast, also one of my best friends in the world. Uh, I'm really happy for Peter. I mean, he's been working and slugging through the slums, you know, since he started, and and uh, it's nice to see him get some recognition. Uh, Carter Snow, also a great friend of mine, so so big congrats to those guys. Uh, event of the year, Jib Fest Weekender. I mean, I was supposed to perform at this earlier on in the year. A great event. Too bad they couldn't pull it off this year. I mean, but they they pulled the shoot on it, which was the right thing to do with with everything going on regarding COVID. Uh, but big congratulations for that nom- nomination. Uh, Company of the year, six one eight Entertainment uh, and Atlantic Disc and DVD. Um, you know, so big congrats to all those nominees. There's a ton of Newfoundland talent there, let alone all the East Coast talent from Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and and PEI. But I wanted to give a little shout out to all of uh, all of my fellow Newfoundlanders. So uh, big congrats to all those nominees. I mean, I'm not really too sure what they're planning on doing for the award ceremony this year. It looks like they might be going ahead with some some form of it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that all unfolds. But just wanted to give a shout out and a big congratulations to all the nominees uh, from Newfoundland. Uh, just got some, some large news, uh, Juno recording, uh, Juno awards were also nominated today, today being Tuesday, March 9th, when I'm recording. I mean, you'll probably hear this tomorrow or a couple days after, um, traditional roots recording of the year, rum ragged. I mean, congratulations. Mark and Aaron have been friends of mine. I mean, 
some of my closest friends in the world. I, I love the boys dearly. I mean, they're probably the hardest working band in Canada. These guys are dogging it out, especially pre-COVID. I mean, they're always on the road, always touring. Um, they're pumping out records all the time. You know, super positive attitudes mixed with great arrangements, beautiful singing, uh, really, really well-deserved. And I just wanted to give them a shout-out on their big Juno Award nomination. I mean, what an incredible feat to have. So, yeah, uh, congrats, Rum Ragged. Um, Jazz Album of the Year, Florian Hoffner. Contemporary Christian Gospel Album of the Year, Matt Marr. And the Comedy Album of the Year, Matt Wright. Now, these are all nominees, as I mentioned, so uh, you have to tune in and, and for the Juno Awards to see who, who will win all these awards. But just wanted to give a shout out to, uh, you know, all the Newfoundlanders who have been nominated um, nationally, you know, at the, for the Junos, which is an incredible feat. It's the Junos are essentially, you know, the Canadian Grammys. So to, to know some people who are involved in that and, and see how hard people have worked in their careers and, and to finally get some recognition. I mean, it's outstanding. And so uh, big, big congratulations. Um, the Briar has started. I mean, a really, really great time of year. I'm normally in Mexico this year. It's always been fun watching the Briar because I'm normally in Mexico. I mean, I'm playing in an, in an Irish pub a lot of nights, and um, you get a lot of, you know, Canadians and and uh, especially West Coast Canadians. But you get some East Coast Canadians, and I mean, they're always looking for the Briar this time of year. It's always been fun watching the locals kind of see and interact with with curling. Um, you know, it's a great time of year, great tournament, a lot of fun. I mean, I, I was super sad to admit the uh, the Briar here in Newfoundland a few years back. I heard that was such a ball. Uh, hopefully it comes back, and hopefully I'm in town because, I mean, I would just love to be a part of that, the party and, and the patch and all that stuff. Um, Team Canada, skipped by Brad Guju because they were the winners last year. Uh, they sit at 2-2 two and two right now as of Tuesday, March 9th. Um, they are looking to win their fourth briar in five years. I mean, you got to hand it to these guys that they've been to the Olympics and, uh, you know, the highways named after them. And, and, uh, so just big, big shout out to, uh, the Brad Guju team. Um, also, um, Team Newfoundland, skipped by Greg Smith of the Ballyhaley Curling Club. They sit at 1-4 uh, and four right now and managed to get their first win last night against uh, Team PEI. So rooting for Team Greg Smith as well. So um, good luck to all everybody at the Briar. Um, you know, other than that, that's pretty much what's going on in my world. I'm back uh, doing a live feed on Friday night. Picked up a sponsorship this week. Really, really happy about that. I mean, I'm also looking for a sponsor for these podcasts. I'm pumping them out every single week. Uh, if you are if you want to get on board and you want to somehow let me sponsor you or you want to sponsor me in, in these podcasts and, you know, I can give you a shout out. I can do some ad reads for you. Anything. Uh, I mean, anything that I can I can do to try to uh, monetize this somehow so I can try to, uh, you know, just keep, keep at it. I, I've been really enjoying them, but I mean, a little bit of a help in, in the pocket especially with covid and, and not being able to work as a musician right now would would help so if anybody is listening and you want to sponsor this podcast shoot me a message we'll work something out um like i say other than that i'll be back friday for a live feed playing some tunes i mean last week was fantastic had a ton of people tune in a lot of requests and thanks everybody who sent along a few tips and 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 the requests and stuff like that it was really really fun really looking forward again this weekend getting it done uh the weather's starting to turn a little bit here in newfoundland thank god i mean 
It's a lot of snow out there right now, and hopefully it's a, get some warmer temperatures going in. I mean, Patty's Day is on the on the way. It's going to be here in you know seven or eight days. Doesn't look like we're going to get too much of a Patty's Day here in uh, in in St. John's on the street or anything like that. But hopefully we'll do something virtual and 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 get some tunes out to some folks. So um, thanks very much, guys, for tuning in. We've got a great interview coming up with Mandy Lee Da. Uh, super interesting, great story. I mean, it's, it was International Women's Day yesterday, so I was really looking to, to feature some women. Uh, I've, I've only had five, five males so far, so uh, the next couple of weeks we're going to feature some women and uh, some of the ones who, who I admire and who do great things in the community. So make sure you stick around for a great interview with Mandy Lee Da. And I'd like to welcome Mandy Lee Da to the podcast. Thanks so much, Mandy Lee, coming on. How you doing today? What's going on? How you feeling? Um, I'm feeling good. Um, not too much going on. Hanging out with my bud, Dave Witty. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. I know I reached out to you there last week and I was really excited to, uh, to get you on here today. I know folks at home are listening probably on Wednesday or Thursday of, of this week, which would be about March 10th, March 11th. But today when we're recording, it's actually International Women's Day. So it's a... Yay! So it's a real treat to have you on today. So once again, thank you so much. So for anybody who's at home who, who may not know who you are, can you just introduce yourself and, and a little bit about what you do? Um, okay, well, I guess you know my name and I am a clothing designer in St. John's. That's great. Yeah, and, it's, and, and, a, and a really great one at that. And um, so you, you, you got to shop downtown. I mean, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but like... Were you always into clothing and like textiles and stuff like that? Was is it something that you've been doing since you've been a kid or have you kind of moved towards that as you, as you grew a little bit older or how did that work out for you? Um, I first started back in 2005 at the end of Templeton Center. Uh, I did a two-year diploma in textiles and I think that was really what got the ball moving and the creative going and that's when I knew that this was the avenue I wanted to go down. And so... Once you once you finished the from Anna Templeton Center, you went to university, I believe, in Nova Scotia, and yeah. yeah and and what did you do in university? Um, first, I applied to uh, Nova Scotia's College of Art and Design, uh, NASCAD, and went there for a semester where I dabbled in uh, different arts and mediums and stuff. Uh, but then I realized it wasn't exactly it didn't offer exactly what I was looking for more. So I wanted to focus on like pattern making and tailoring and more structured pieces. Um, so then I applied to Dalhousie and transferred over and uh, completed then a four year degree in uh, theater majoring in costume design, which I completed in three years. Oh, nice. Wow. That's awesome. So what made you make that, that choice to move there was it because you wanted to push in a different direction or um there wasn't really much more in newfoundland to be able to further with such schooling i i'd already exhausted that with the anna templeton center so my only real option was to move away i mean as much as like i i'm such a newfoundlander didn't want to leave here and like broke my mom's heart i think at the time but uh i moved away and at the time i was so homesick but looking back now it was like some of the best years of my life mm-hmm why is it always like that when you're in it, you don't see it. And then you look back and you're like, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I can relate to that. I spent a couple of years myself in Toronto, you know, playing tunes. And I mean, it was the dog days. I had no money and 
I mean, totally. we're slugging you around. Had a case like, of beer in your fridge. I always had a case of beer, and there was always, yeah. you know, there's always a loaf of bread around. That's for sure. But I mean, you're you're right. You nailed it. It's there were some of the best years, especially being young. You just no cares. You had no responsibilities. You know, except for to get your bit of work done, get your schoolwork done, yada yada. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you're right. You you nailed it there. It's uh, you know some of the best days, but sometimes it takes those days to have to look back on to to really reminisce on those and and to really enjoy them. Yeah. So. Yeah. You, you finished your program in in, in, um, in Nova Scotia, and yeah. what, ha- what happens next? Did you come back to Newfoundland right away, or did you stay in Nova Scotia for a while? Or Then it's funny, because like as much as I always wanted to come home, then as soon as I could come home, then it was kind of like really, I don't know, hard to make that leap to just pack up and leave then, because I had you know my friends and my life up there. But shortly after, I think it was within a year, maybe like six or eight months, actually, um, then I moved home. And right away, kind of got my foot in the door working with the film companies here in town and done some film work for a while, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. But then that really wasn't for me. I found like the real long hours a bit too much. Um, yeah, and here we are now. The real long hours. I mean, I see some of your posts online and <laughs> you're slugging it out in that shop like for hours and hours. So, but I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's a bit different when you're, you're maybe doing it for yourself, I guess. Right. Yeah, it is a bit different when you can, yeah, you can rest when you want and stuff. It's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's really, really hard being your own boss, but it's, mm-hmm. it's also great. So you're doing some costume design for some of the, the film work that was going on in around St. John's. And how long after that did you decide to start your own, own business? Um, or was that kind of always like, in the works as it was? Like, were you always kind of thinking about doing that or, or was it something that kind of just gradually happened? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, so as soon as I started at the Anna Templeton Center, I knew that someday I wanted to be downtown St. John's with the storefront like to call my own. And so that was in 2005 I started. Then 2007 I graduated at the Anna Templeton, and then I moved to Halifax and stayed there for so many years. And now my shop downtown is directly across from the Anna Templeton Center, like where it all started. And, you know, every time I look at the window and I'm like, oh, it's, it's this is exactly what I envisioned. I don't know. Manifesting and stuff. Some people, you know, say all that hippy dippy stuff is foolishness, but I really believe in it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's, I think that's super cool. And, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's funny, like you say, it's funny how it all kind of comes around back around in one big circle. And, uh, no, that's really, really interesting. So what year did you actually move into the store downtown? Someone asked me that earlier. Um, yeah, you're, having a big, a you're having a big media summer. day. <laughs> I'm having a big media day. Yeah. Um, a question asked earlier. I can't exactly remember when I came in here. I think it was maybe three years ago. I think I could find the date if I scrolled through my Instagram or something, but hey, I've never really been one to notice like the anniversary or, or something sure. like that really. But uh, I think it's been like three years. Right. Time right, is right. just like, woo. <laughs> Well, I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't know who you were, but the first time I had ever, oh, I got to make sure this is going on here. Sorry, sorry, folks. I got a little uh, recording issue there, but all good. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Did I remember the message come in. No, no, I don't know. I could just hear something kind of clicking in my, uh, in my ears there. But I remember the first time I had ever heard your name um, was from Max from the Arkells during a George Street Festival show. I mean, these guys are up playing, and I mean, I love the Arkells. I'm a huge fan. I've met the guys over the years. Um, when they come to St. John's, they do awesome shows. Like, they're just so full of energy. And I mean, 
so is your design work. Like your clothing is so full of energy and it's so, you know, crazy and cool. It's got really neat designs and stuff like that. I mean, so I remember watching the Arkells and being like, obviously enthralled by their show. I mean, with the Arkells, even if you don't know their music, they just put off such an incredible live show. Yeah. And I, and I remember them mid show stopping to acknowledge you because they all were wearing Mandy Lee Doss shirts. And I was like, what, like, who is that? And I was like, damn, those shirts are nice too. Like, you know, like, so, I mean, that was the first time I'd ever heard of you. So how, you know, how does that kind of happen? I know you've had, a, like, I was kind of going down through some of your social media and I was searching your website and stuff like that. Like you got some big name clients like Arkells and I, I want to give away too much, but like, how do you, how do these people come into your lives? And, and, and can you name some of these people that you've been, you've been working with over the years, some of your clients? <laughs> um, Max and the Arkells came into my life. It was just, I just reached out to them and I was like, Hey, Max awesome. want a shirt. And he was like, yes. And then that was a couple of years ago. And now every time they come to town, we just meet up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I seen, um, I seen you had like the sheep dogs are all rocking clothes. I mean, I think Alan Doyle wore a, a Manny Lee Dove vest to the Junos two years ago. I believe it was like, I mean, that's really cool. Like, you know, and, and he gave you a shout out too. I think during one of the interviews, which was, which was amazing. I mean, that's gotta be great for business and, and good for the nice stroke of the ego as well. That was really sweet. Um, my aunt called me that morning and I got a kind of a fright when I seen her number, because I guess nowadays no one really calls each other too much. I mean, I do keep in touch with her with visits and stuff and I seen her number and I thought something was wrong, but it was, it was probably eight 45 in the morning or something. I think, uh, I think the interview had happened on a morning show or something. And she called to say that she heard my name and how proud she was. And oh, it was so sweet. That is very, very sweet. <laughs> so I want to ask you a few things about the last year. I mean, obviously the last year has affected everybody differently. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it must've been an interesting year for you. I mean, you were really rolling and then all of a sudden you pretty much get shut down. So what, what were some of the impacts that, that, that COVID has had on you, especially in the early stages? Um, impacts production has definitely changed from funky one-of-a-kind button downs to like mass mask production Say yeah you went you went fast. crazy with you went crazy with the masks i noticed like i mean that looked like it was a huge seller i bought a mask off you i mean uh a lot of people i've seen a lot of people going around and a lot of people posting on social media with mandy lee damas like i mean i don't want to say <laughs> what a positive thing to come out of it but what a positive thing to come out of it like that must have been great for business it really was um i'd had a couple people ask me if i was going to make masks and i wasn't and i think what it was was i was still kind of like shocked at what was going on in the world and i think i had to let things settle and kind of be like huh wow and then one day i was home and i i just was like i i need to go down to the shop for a little bit and um I just realized I have the space here. I had all, like all the supplies on hand and that like I could be doing more and I should be doing more. And, and I just, yeah, I just got down to biz. Yeah, no, I know. That's, that's really neat. Like, as I had mentioned, you know, obviously that's great for business, but you know, it's also great for the community. I mean, at a time when people were probably looking for masks and stuff like that, you kind of jumped up and, and did that for people. And I, I know a lot of people were really appreciative of it. And you see a lot of people going around rocking cool masks with all kinds of different designs. And you had all the different ones, like the kind of uh, the pullovers and the 
strap ones and i'm not sure the names <laughs> i'm sorry but, but i mean I, I bought one of the pullover ones that kind of the the sh- shaggy one that kind of hangs in your face is really nice wicked for winter because it's really nice material it's great for going around yeah super toasty warm too like i feel like you know after this you know kind of dies down like i'm gonna be rocking a mask all winter long the like next year you know i mean it's i love it it's so nice you're out for a walk or a hike or you're doing a bit of work in the yard like it's nice to have your face kind of wrapped up you know it's weird to think like we went so long sometimes like one of my best friends here and uh we have like a big building we're in together but she's a tattoo artist and she's like i can't believe i never wore a mask before you're so close to someone's skin tattooing and like yeah i guess yeah they, they probably will be a part of the future but it's funny when so you know you make all these masks and you have them made but then you still have to get them to people so that was a tricky thing too because this was like the last year beginning of lockdown nobody was leaving i mean the streets were like a ghost town so how do you get these to everybody so my super sweet wonderful partner him and the kids would go out and just be like like tossing them on people's doors (laughs) they spent like days going out and doing deliveries and stuff yeah yeah i bet i mean it was it was an interesting time especially right it's so different now even one year later the difference that how much we know compared to what we didn't know. You know what I mean? Then like, I mean, right now we're in a level five lockdown. Like, I don't want to say it, but it doesn't quite feel the same as the first level five lockdown. I feel everybody's not going to say taking it a bit easier, but everybody has a peace of mind a bit more. Everyone knows what it is and, and what it's all about now. I mean, that's such a, such a big difference with, with the way that was the, the first time around and, and this time around, you know? Yeah. Um, one cool thing I, I know I seen about you and, I, you know, I was doing some just a little bit of back work on you was was exile actually took a bunch of your your stuff. And and when the original lockdown, say last, I don't know what, April, May, maybe this restrictions kind of got uh, lowered and everybody was allowed to move around a bit. Restaurants open at certain capacity. They had mannequins dressed up in all of your gear at their restaurant. Yeah, they still do. And now that you're talking about this and I think of like customers in the past and stuff. It's all just like brought together with music. Mm-hmm. Um, so John Steele is a, he's been a customer of mine and then he's just reached out and he was just like, I love your work. I think your work embodies music and music's so important to me. Do you want to work on this project? And so yeah, the mannequins are still down there and I go down usually like once a month and switch up the outfits. Oh, no way. That's hilarious. Keep them fresh. Yeah. I mean, John is like, he's, you know, a great asset to our city with regards to music. I mean, as a musician myself, it's, it's, you got to have these people in, in your, in your city kind of having your back people who love music because maybe not everybody sees it that way, but you know, the vibe down at exile is, you know, totally music and, and everything that, you know, John brings to the city and, and to the province music wise is it's, it's always been top level. It's always top notch. You know, people always have a great time at all these events that they get put off and stuff like that. I mean, you, you got to hand it to them for sure. I mean, th- I thought that was really neat that they kind of did that. And it was cool that they supported somebody local like yourself too. And I mean, it's a great way for people to kind of check out your stuff as well. Just a, yeah, a, a neat great. little. Some people, you know, were like, Ooh, it's too creepy to go into the restaurant. There's a mannequin there. And it's like, have you ever been to a clothing store? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, it has been great. And we've got a lot of like fun feedback about it and stuff. And um, everybody should check out Jag Hotel and their style restaurant. Speaking of music, I know you're a big music fan and I know you, uh, I do want to talk about some of your shirts in a little bit, but who are your summer, some of your favorite local artists? Like, I know you're a big, big music fan who you've been listening to lately, local and not local. Uh, no, 
too much to name. Um, oh my gosh, I can't. I'm on the spot. I can't pick out one local and not the other. Okay, well, I'll leave it. I'll leave you to it. I won't, I won't put no pressure on you. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, um, I love all local oh. artists and music. Okay, I want to dig into some of your designs too. Like, uh, I was going down through your website the last few days and, and checking out some of your stuff. I mean, super, super creative stuff. Like, it's, and you don't make clothing for men or women or children. You make clothing for everybody. Everybody gets a shot at, at, your, at your clothes. I know you do custom stuff. People can write you for custom designs, or obviously you have your own designs and you'll, you'll fit them to them and, and stuff like that. Like, what was kind of the idea behind doing that? Did you have, any idea when you first started what you really wanted to do or has it just kind of evolved into a little bit of everything? Completely just evolved of like, um, yeah, just, just I'll make something that like I like, and then I'll make something that I think someone else will like. And then I'm like, Oh, that would look cute. as like a child thing. And I've even done like dog scarves, like all inclusive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I love that. I mean, I, and I'm, I'm assuming everybody else does. Like it's, it's, that's the way it's 2020, 2021, actually on top of that too. So, I mean, it's great to be inclusive and, and all that stuff. So um, I, I want to talk about a couple of the designs that I really love. Okay. So I've kind of broken some of these down in categories. So obviously I've, I wanted to talk about the vintage hockey shirt is a new one of yours. I love that. I know a month ago, it was a full, it was a full shirt. And I recently, there's like a half shirt design. I love that. Limited it's like, fabric. what's that? Limited fabric. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But you, you, you make the best of it. Like you always do, you know, um, th those shirts are awesome. They remind me of like my cabin, like the bed I used to sleep in at my cabin. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I definitely slept in sheets that were like that, that shirt, which is, which is awesome. I mean, you did a, a golden, the golden girls, like there's uh, face masks and shirts as well. There's a Smurf shirt, which is like a kind of a pocket tee with the Smurfs oh, logo. Right. I love that. Um, one of my favorite ones you do. I've seen uh, Andrew James O'Brien from fortunate ones wearing is love the new from. Yeah, he is. He's amazing. I grew up with Andrew. He's from Mount Pearl. We're kind of the same age. So we kind of grew up playing hockey together and, and that kind of stuff. He's, he's fantastic. Him and uh, the fortunate ones, you know, they're a fantastic group. I love, uh, and they love supporting local too. He's always rocking your gear, you know, but he has the, uh, the Newfoundland uh, emblem kind of chest one, which is a real, I think that's been a pretty popular seller for you. I've seen a few people wearing those. Yeah, they have been. Another one, another thing that you are, are really good at is, especially lately i've noticed you're nailing like these pop culture like things like anything that comes out you're on the ball like you got a shirt made for it like right away i mean can you talk about some of the ideas behind like well you did the bologna stick which is hilarious like i love that one like throw that shout out to my partner peter he was um he was the creative force behind that one Oh, nice. Yeah. And, and the bologna stick is such a hilarious feature in Newfoundland. Like what a pop culture icon in, in Newfoundland. I mean, everybody <laughs> just, everybody just goes wild for the bologna stick at, at Christmas time during the parade and all that stuff. I mean, you got, you got really into that, throw that into garbage. Like that is like a YouTube video. That was Peter as well. That was his, I can't take any credit there, but it was such a good one. Yeah. And have people like responded well to, to that one? Yes. Oh my God. So many laughs. And then someone contacted me and that was like her uncle or something where it originated from sure, or yeah. some people who didn't understand it. You just send them the link to the guy <laughs> hitting the bong or whatever. And my, and I think it's even funnier that way. If people don't understand the reference and then you send them the link. Uh, another one was the, I'm not a cat. I mean, 
that's such a funny, funny thing that happened, you know, and boom, right away, there's a shirt made. <laughs> oh my God, that I'm not a cat is so funny. I almost wanted to come on this call and start it with like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish you did. That would have been incredible. But this he's is like, my first Zoom thing, so I don't know how to do that yet. Oh, uh, he's like, I this swear. I'm first I, podcast too, Mr. Witty. Your first podcast? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, it's my first time ever hosting a podcast, so... <laughs> Here we are. And yeah. like, I don't know where to look because this is looking at you. This is looking at me. Can you tell where I'm looking? Or then I look at the camera. I mean, no, I'm, I'm kind of looking at you, but I bet you, you know, on, on the recording, I'm also going to be looking towards this way a bit because now I'm looking at me and now I'm looking at you and now I'm looking at the camera. Right. But it's okay. Most of these are, are, you know, are people are listening to them through Spotify and, and Apple music. I just kind of take these videos and I also post them to YouTube as well and put them on my YouTube channel. So, so people can have a little listen or, or watch too, because people like to see who we're, who we're talking to, you know, um, another, another one that probably was a pretty good seller for you was the Bernie Sanders one. Like, I mean, this just blew up when that happened. And, and I've seen a ton of people around wearing these shirts. Like how quick was that one? It could have even been quicker because I was thinking on it all day. And then for some reason I didn't do it. And then the next day I was like, oh, I'm going to do that now. And yeah. People and of course, it, it exploded by then. Um, some of my favorites of, of your stuff. I mean, you did the traveling Wilbury shirt, right? Which is amazing. Was that your idea behind that? Did you just decide to do that one day? Yes, they are like my favorites of life. I love them all so much. And what I what I I loved is that you went a step further and then you did a Novak version of that. Yes, me and Mr. Mike Davis teamed up on that one. Yeah, no, that's oh, so oh, so they like the um, the Novaks kind of use that. Did they use that for any like merch or anything like that, or it's just something that was a one off kind of thing? Or at the time, yeah, it was just something we teamed up on, and I did it under, of course, their like approval. And Mike was all about it and stuff. Mike, Mick, he's you know, yeah, whatever. Um, but we think we might like team up and do, um, like a merch thing someday or something. Yeah, no, you really should. I bet you that would do really well. I mean, I always love them. Kind of this, the similar to that one was the, uh, you did the five beers of Newfoundland, which is, what's that? I love beer. <laughs> I love beer too. And I love local beer, you know, but I like how you didn't keep it, uh, it wasn't just the Molson beers. It wasn't just the Labatt beers. It was just all of those the Molson and Labatt beers that are brewed only exclusively in Newfoundland, like the, uh, what is it? It's there's India jockey dominion, blue star and black horse, which are our five beers that are just brewed locally here. I, I love that one as well. It's really cool. Tea and toast. One is also amazing. Um, frig is hilarious. <laughs> just straight up frig. And another one I wanted to ask you about was the halves on a half case one. Where did you come up with the idea for that one? How many times have we said that in our life? Oh, I've said it 1 million times. Trust yes. me. As a, as a, as a young lad going around the paths of Mount Pearl, I've used that term many, many times. Shocking. Halves and a half case. And then sometimes you'd have to give one to the buyer. We used to go like robbery. One of our favorites was, uh, <laughs> was, uh, we'd go nines. So it'd be like a dozen and a half. That was when we were getting a little bit older, then you go nines. But what would happen was exactly like you said, the buyer would have to, uh, he'd take a couple and he'd probably take four or five darts on you as well. I mean, you'd be, you, but that was it. That was, the, that was the good old days. I love that. Very, very creative stuff. I mean, uh, really, really cool. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you about some of your design stuff is, uh, I was looking into, I just want to get it up here so I can have a quick little look. Yeah. 
So some of the stuff that you do here on this last page was um, they're like custom designs with love from me to you. And I noticed the one that you have on your website is actually, it looks like something that was written possibly by your grandmother or, so what was the idea behind that? What, what made you do that? Um, well, she's just like the most special to me. And I got a couple handwritten cards from her with like really sweet messages on them. And like, you know, everyone's handwriting is just so like distinct. And um, it just came from there. And like, whenever I put that shirt on and I just see her writing on it. Oh. No, it's, it's very, very sweet. And I noticed that you also have done that you know, that process with children's clothing as well, like onesies or um, like there's, there's crew necks here. And like this one here has like a little drawing perhaps. I mean, that's not what you would sell. You wouldn't necessarily sell this, this sweater here with this drawing on it's, it's meant for a custom idea, right? Yes. Our little boy was in this habit of coming home every day with um, a new drawing for me and Peter every day. And then I said, Hmm. And he was so proud every day of his drawings. And you can see skills getting a little bit better and stuff. So that's when I took one of his drawings and put it on a shirt. So when he came home and I had the shirt on, I was like, Hey, does this look familiar? And his little face, right. He was so proud of himself. <laughs> so I've had a couple people now and they've gotten like, stay like their child to like draw a picture for like nanny for her birthday. Oh, and that's yeah. That's so yeah, sweet. drawing of the little child on a sweater for nanny. And just pulls at the old heartstrings. Yeah, no, absolutely. It does. And I, I think you do that a lot with a lot of your designs. I mean, um, especially, you know, expat Newfoundlanders, I I'm sure they love a lot of your stuff, you know, a lot of great Newfoundland designs in there and, and stuff that Newfoundlanders would find uh, unique and, and charming for sure, which is basically what we've been built on is uniqueness and, and charm. Absolutely. What old charm. That's right. Yeah. Well, Mandy, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. It's been a real treat. Uh, it's international women's day. And I really wanted to focus this week on, uh, uh somebody in our community who's, um, yeah, a great person, uh, really, really creative. I mean, you're, you're, uh, also just a laugh to chat with. We've chatted a lot of times, like, you know, uh, maybe late nights and stuff like that, which seems to be a running theme with these podcasts. Um, but, uh, you're a really That's great, great... How Newfoundlanders roll, you know, exactly you meet up in a kitchen somewhere and your new best friends. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or, or a bar <laughs> in this case, <laughs> but yeah, I want to thank you so much for coming on and, and I wanted to, uh, to celebrate women in our community and, and you're definitely one of them. So, uh, big thanks to you for coming on for folks at home who, who are listening, where can we find you to uh, online and, and in your shop? Um, my shop is at 267 Duckworth street and then just Instagram and Facebook is just Mandy Lida. Awesome. Well, thank you once again for coming on. You have a great day and we'll chat with you soon. Okay, buddy. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Huge thanks to Mandy Lee Daw for coming on. Um, just a super, super sweet person. I mean, I love chatting with Mandy anytime I can. She's also extremely talented. You can also check her out on her website, guys. She didn't mention, but MandyLeeDaw.com. I mean, she does custom orders. You can see all of her designs there. Uh, really, really fun and, and, and interesting, quirky kind of outfits. And I mean, she does all kinds of shirts and, and baby clothes. And I mean, she does everything. She's super, super cool. Uh, so once again, big thanks to Mandy Lee for coming on. Uh, I really loved having that chat. Um, big thanks everybody who's tuned in guys. I've been having a lot of fun doing these podcasts. Um, want to give a shout out to everybody who's come on so far and in the past, uh, been a lot of fun doing these. 
going to keep moving forward. I mean, next week we've got another great guest. Uh, hoping to keep these pumping out every week and, and keep some guests on. Like I did mention before, looking for a sponsor, guys. You want a sponsor? Come on and give me a call and let's work something out. Um, other than that, check me out Friday night, guys. I'll be live on my Facebook page. Uh, you can find me at Dave Witty. Uh, please subscribe and like on, on YouTube if you can, uh, at Dave Witty, and follow all my social media channels. I'm always posting fun new content, uh, new videos for music and, and podcast ideas and all that kind of stuff. So uh, big thanks, to everybody. Uh, looking forward to chatting with you soon, and, and we'll catch up with you soon. Take care. Peace. <laughs>